God bless you. You're listening to Love Thy Neighbor with Apostle Anthony Wilson. As we go into a time of prayer, praise, and worship, we're just asking God to revive us. Uh, Lord, send your fire, Lord. Revive us again in this season uh, that so much is going on. We need your power, God. We need your strength, God. We need your glory. And so, God, we are so thirsty for you. We are calling upon your name while you are there, God. The Bible says that we are to pray and call upon his name while he is near. So let's worship God. How many need a revival? We want God to send his fire and fill us with the revival in this season and this time. Uh, after these messages, we'll be right back with Love Thy Neighbor and our broadcast today. God bless you, and I pray that God will send the fire, send the revival into your life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. This is Apostle Anthony Wilson, and you're listening to Love Thy Neighbor. Uh, we are so blessed to be on the air. Uh, this is day six of seven days of broadcasting that the Lord had placed on my heart. And so daily we have been um, updating you on the things that are going on in our world. And we've been meeting new people and different people and hearing a lot of information to help us in this time of social distancing and quarantine and all of these buzzwords that people are throwing out. Um, so we want to make sure that uh, we're updating us um, accurately here in Colorado. 
we dropped from seven all the way to 13, but our numbers are still going up because nationwide the numbers are going up. Um, Colorado has 475 people who have tested positive. Six people have succumbed um, to this, uh, this deadly disease. Um, most of them are elderly um, and they were all in a concentrated area. Uh, we show none recovering. Uh, on a national scale, um, the U.S. has jumped up from seven all the way to three with 32,159 people um, who have tested positive uh, for the coronavirus, um, which puts us just behind Italy and China. Um, China's at over 81,000 people in mainland China uh, have contracted this disease, uh, but there are 70,000 people uh, recovering. Uh, thank God. Uh, there are people that are recovering. There are people that are uh, uh, coming back uh, to normalcy. Um, and our world may never be the same after this. Um, but we know that God is in control. Um, yes. I'm meeting with some some folks that I love and have built a great relationship with an awesome, awesome family. Um, and, and they're, they're an extended version of my family. I have family in their hometown of North Carolina. Um, North Carolina is on this radar at 256, uh, people, um, have contracted the virus in North Carolina. There are no deaths in North Carolina at all. Praise God. Um, and, uh, this family, I know that they are part of the praying group that's, you know, put on the ephod and is covering the city with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Um, yes. My good friend. Uh, hey, y'all. It's the Bratchers. How y'all doing? <laughs> awesome. 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 Um, really enjoy having you guys on. Really enjoy um, talking to you. Uh, we were talking before we actually got on here on the broadcast and I forgot, I'm like, Hey, I gotta go, I gotta record something here because we just sitting talking and enjoying each other's, um, each, each other's presence. Um, the Bratchers. So what's new since the last time we talked, I don't think we we've talked on air since I was, I think it was back in October or November. Um, so there's a lot of changes that have happened. What's going on with you guys since then? Wow. Well, since then, um, we've had a conference. Um, my mom, she put on yeah. a really big conference. I want to talk about that. Um, yeah. You want to talk about Make that? Make Me Over Again conference. It was amazing. God really showed up. And um, it was definitely a faith move, I'm telling you, because <laughs> there was nothing in me that could have pulled that off. And he made sure that I could not um, do anything about it. He wanted to take full control over this conference. And, he, and really, he did that. So we had an amazing time. We had um, Lady Joy Hill come from Texas. Awesome, and awesome. She brought us an encouraging word, and I truly, truly feel like I've been made over ever since the conference. So wow, wow, yeah. that that definitely is amazing. What else is going on with you guys? Um, well, Shania and I we still have our business, our hair care company that we started. Um, we started formulating in July, and we had our launch party in November, and so we've been in business. Oh, wow. Just and um, we're currently working on more um, products to throw out on the line, so we're actually really excited about that. Um, let's see. They're in a production. Oh, yeah. We're, we're also in a play production. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so, tonight and I are some acting. 
for him productions um, will be in a play July 18th. We're um, very purple that the coronavirus is, you know, not raging. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, we're excited for that. If the, yeah. the Lord willing, that's what we got to say about everything now. If the Lord wills it. <laughs> Amen. Anything going on, going on music wise or anything else happening? What's, what's going on? Well, actually, we are, we are about to get that, that crank back up. Uh, took, took, especially now, uh, with the, with the, the things that's going on in, in, in the environment. Um, I believe the Lord is saying that, that it's time for us to move forward in that arena. He had spoken to me actually when we were in Colorado. They said that our music will be on the uprise. Yeah. At the time of chaos. Wow. Amen. And, and I believe, as we can see right now, there's <laughs> some chaos going on. Yeah. So I believe it's time just to get, you know, get back in it and be encouraging to the people. Um, and that's, that's, that's you know, what we want to do right now. Any kind of form of uh, ministry, any way that we can lift up Jesus to any kind of way. If you if you baking cookies nowadays, <laughs> Jesus, lift up Jesus any what kind of way you can. Because uh, people need it. People need it more so than they, they think they did. Uh, I think even now, uh, people are recognizing that actually they do need it. When beforehand, people felt like they had to figure it out themselves. So actually, God is actually setting the atmosphere and the environment condition us to move forward in, in those aspects of ministry. Amen. How, how's the how's the pregnancy going? It's going well. <laughs> We're getting bigger and bigger over here. We got about uh, seven weeks on tomorrow. Wow. So. Counting down. Wow. Yeah. wow! 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 And that and that and that's nothing but the word of the Lord being fulfilled. And so, yeah. definitely excited about <laughs> what that means, you know, in the earth. <laughs> amen. Amen. Um, amen. Amen. Um, anything else going on? I, I've been checking out the the Meet the Bratchers and um, some of the stuff that you guys been doing uh, just recently. Um, I saw um, uh, just a quick uh, episode where uh, you were trying to support other uh, YouTubers and vloggers and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely forwarded that on to some people. Um, what brought that about? Well, I started thinking about a way to kind of get other people to connect with each other, even if you are, you know, creating the same content. And so when I started, you know, browsing around, I was like, you know what? We could create a way to have other people supporting other YouTubers. So I just did a little quick snippet, and then everybody was commenting like, "Oh my gosh, thank yeah. you! This is an amazing way yeah. to share and um, communicate with other YouTubers," and they really appreciate it. So I'm glad I did that. And with her, I said, "Use what you got," because she's figured out how to connect with people and get followers. Yeah. She's learned how to do that. Yeah. Because we started at what a hundred, really so, like twenty-three subscribers. Twenty-three, <laughs> and she's. Put the work in it's only been a year right yeah. and we're already at um, 9 11 so Amen. i said hey you know how to do that share that share that with the people what you already learned amen so, <clears throat> and and the creative content that you guys are putting out it, it's a variety of different things following you guys around but also you know dealing with the products and and you know making sure the word of god is getting out to um, I think it's a big thing when I talk to people about um, YouTube and social media, um, I try not to discourage them because some people say it's the devil. 
You don't want to go on there. But that's not necessarily true. Uh, what, what's really true is that it is an outlet. It is just what it is. It is media. And what you do with it will determine um, what comes out of it. And so if your content is uplifting, it's encouraging, and it's sharing the gospel in some way, shape, or form, I'm, I'm a big a fan of it. Let's go for it. Let's get Because there's a whole lot of other junk that's getting out there, right? And people are hearing that and they're blowing up. They got, you know, 10,000 subscribers on their channel and it's crazy stuff that they're talking about. So why aren't the people of God using those same platforms? I was telling somebody the other day out of the book of Nehemiah that they built a platform for Ezra to preach the word of God. And I said, look at, look at this. They actually built a platform for him to stand up and begin to declare the word of God. And I told him, I said, you know what? God will God will build you a platform to preach his word from. He'll open a door to share the gospel. And there are so many ways to do it. I mean, you look at a lot of churches, their doors were closed today, but yet they still were sharing the gospel because of social media, YouTube and various outlets. So um, the, the thing isn't bad. <laughs> it's what people do with it uh, that determines that, you know. Um. Uh, so we talked a little bit before we got on here <laughs> and, and I feel like JV is going to probably take the lead on it but what is God saying to the Bratcher family um, right here right now in this season and this time what is he saying um, uh, as it relates to um, the world um, the church uh, believers non-believers what's God saying to the Bratcher family. Um, what I say to the Lord is stand is remain faithful. Um, in spite of everything that's going on, all the uh we talked about the fear and everything else, remain faithful to the task at hand. Mm. Because not before before this virus uh, came along, there was already all already a uh, a sense of spirit of distraction. Like all kinds of stuff is always going on and just yeah, trying to yeah, interfere yeah, yeah. with what you're trying to do. And it's really kind of hard to really have focus on what the task is at hand. And God has been really dealing with this family about really staying focused to the task. If you said you're going to do something and you committed your hands to do something, finish it out. Amen. Don't let something steer you off to the left and steer you off to the right. Stick to the task at hand. Mm. And I think that's even with something that we're going on with at the church. And I'm trying to let the people understand, like, look, we cannot get sidetracked. In, man. And it's funny that you mentioned Nehemiah because that's exactly what was happening in that time of that book. Nehemiah was like, we got to rebuild this wall. Yeah, yeah. And don't allow anybody, anyone to distract us from reaching that goal. Amen. I'm, I'm reminded by the service we went back to for one year pastoral anniversary, back to the basics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We are back to the basics. We need to get back to that family time. We need to get back to, because we'll be home now, caring and more um, sitting around talking and communicating more because we've cut out everything else. So now we have to go back to the basics. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What else is going on? Nothing. No, nobody else got anything? I mean, this is getting good. <laughs> I, I wanted to say too, add on to the conference, we got to work with belts. 
And um, that actually opened an opportunity for me to be able, they want to do a fashion show with me. So God is using fashion to bring the gospel because we're making women feel better about themselves and the makeover there at the conference. You know, those women, they were just shining and glowing and they felt so good, you know. So that was an opportunity that created, they actually donated the outfits. We only had, was going to have one winner. But when God does it, he does it overly abundantly. So he, we had three people that got a free makeover. Full makeover. So when he says he's going to do a thing, he does it and he over exceeds himself. So that's one opportunity. We do have another opportunity to open up where we're going to travel and take it to Charlotte. So if you're in the Charlotte or Monroe area, we're going to be working on that to do the conference there. Amen. I, I, was, I was trying to figure out a way to get my wife out there. I was like, man, I, how can I get you out there? If they do it again, you're going. <laughs> I'm going to find a way to get you out there. Yeah. Um, what, 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 else is, what else is happening with the young ladies? What's, what's going on? Right now, I'm a, I'm a full-time sub. I'm a fourth-grade math teacher, which is something I never thought I'd do. Wow. I, always, I hated math. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, everything I, most things I say I'm not going to do, you guys have to do it. So I'm, I'm a math teacher right now, and um, it's, it's been really good. Um, the Lord has really been using me to um, be a mother to a lot of my students because mm-hmm. a lot, it's sad, but a lot of students don't have a mother if they pass away or wow. they're drugs because we live in a very rural area and um, poverty stricken. And so a lot of my students, they don't have a mother. So and God has really used me. They'll just come up and hug up on me. Some of them are my size or bigger. And they just need hugs and have to remind myself, like, they don't have that at home. So God has been using me to minister without even saying the name of Jesus. You know, in front of them, I'm still able to, to magnify his name by showing his love. So that has been, that's been a very great experience for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm an all-my school student. This is my first year. And um, it's actually been really great, especially with this coronavirus going around. Um, it's definitely helped me with my schedule and stuff. Um, and now I'm in a program called National Juniors Honor Society, oh, which is basically where congrats. you go in the community, um, you clean up around your parks, local things, and make sure that everything's going right. And I really enjoy it, and I'm super excited to be inducted this Tuesday. So, yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> a- 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 amen. Amen. Um, you know, having our kids home, and you mentioned something about getting back to the basics of family. Um that that's been a huge thing it's always been a huge part of our lives is this us all being together and so uh, one thing that the virus did is it took tierra from california and brought her back home <laughs> you know which is not a bad thing for me at all you know her, her mom loves it to death you know just having her here um and us all being together um is, is a powerful thing um yeah. Just talk to me about just how strong um, or how 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 big a deal family is for you guys. Wow, huge! Yeah. Uh, for me, I think I mentioned our last call. Family mm-hmm. for me is everything. It, it even is beneficial to my walk with Christ because I know that if I'm struggling in an area of my life, I can come to my family first and receive accountability or receive wisdom. So that's been the great thing, especially you have your family or your your parents or your pastors. And Tierra and Ava can understand me on this. Like they're able to come to, directly to their pastors and their leaders and receive prayer without feeling like they're judged or, you know, 
you know, looked down upon because you guys, you guys raised us. Like you guys think that our worst point, you guys changed us and everything like that. So, <laughs> you know, we can come to you with something Amen. that's like not the greatest experience. And you believe that you're just going to pray for us. So definitely family is everything for me because I get the accountability and strength that I need in my walk with God. Yes, yes. I just love my family. <laughs> I just love, um, I, we're so close. It's crazy. Like, I feel like we're like really the closest family you see nowadays. You know, yeah. everybody's always stuck to their cell phones and, you know, they're not really in, in the family, but they're in the family. And I'm glad that I have a family who loves me for who I am and I don't have to change myself for that. Yeah. Amen. And I think too, with ministry and some of us are guilty of this, um, when we're leaders and we're doing church. Sometimes we leave out our families yeah. and we're dragging them and not necessarily making them come. Right, right. In a sense, you're dragging them because, you know, you've always got to be on the go and then they feel like, well, we're all going, you know. So with this, sometimes it's going to bring people back home and say, okay, we need to tend to our family first. Yeah. We need to check on them mentally. We need to see what's going on in our household. You have that chance to do that with this going on, you know, you can kind of deal with family first and then get back to, you know, ministry, church and things like that. So, amen. 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 What's up, prophet? What you, what you got back there? <laughs> I'm just sitting there enjoying listening to what they, what they say, you know, uh, with being, with being proud papa. <laughs> It's a big responsibility, of course, uh, but truly, I love it. Um, I love my family. Uh, my family holds me accountable. Uh, there's, there's sometimes when, when, you know, I'm sure you know yourself, as we begin to go through and sometimes we look at ourselves and we be like, man, you know, what is going on? But then you look back and you look at the people that's following behind you and you really kind of, it makes you kind of stick your chest up and lift your head up higher. Yeah. And saying, God, I'm committed to this. Yeah. And thank, I thank God for that because he, he has given me that with, with, with this family here. When when I sometimes don't feel like, you know, maybe I don't have it to, to keep going right now. I look in their eyes and them looking at me saying, hey, what you got going? And I say, I better have the strength to keep on going. That's right it. Now. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> and so it is truly a blessing. And, you know, like I said, just coming you know, I think talked about it last time. Growing up under the ministry, we came up under. You know, it, we came up under your ministry. Yeah. You know, it, it was all about family, mm -hmm. and, and and we learned that, especially nowadays. I mean, you look at how the world is going, brother. I mean, man, the world is is it, a different beast right now. And if you don't have your family deep rooted uh, in what you uh, believe together as a group, yeah, collectively. Yeah. I and mean, you can get caught up in all kind of stuff that's out there because basically everything is at your fingertips. So we having the opportunity to have China still here with us, even though she's an adult and she's out working on her own provider for herself. She's uh, she's a very uh, good help and leadership yeah. for her siblings. Um, and, and her big sister stepping up to the plate. And even the little big sister here, Shiloh, she's going <laughs> up there waiting for her little brother to come here yeah. so she can play her role in that as well. Amen. Amen. So uh, in, in, in this in this season of 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 what do you call it? Trial and tribulation and, you know, throwing around words like pandemic and and, and global uh, crisis. Right. You know, global catastrophe. Um, 
how how's 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 the church doing how how what's going on um at the church uh with you guys um i i think probably uh what's going on with about every church in america as far as hearing the news and kind of not knowing um you know where to go with it or how to take it. One thing that I found interesting with us is that, uh, uh, you know, versus a lot of churches that we're around, we have a lot of older elderly people in our church. Yeah, we're more so elderly in our church, and of course, we heard the news that the elderly is being more so affected. But what I found out as I, I went to service today, and I went and I, I'm cautious, I make sure I went and I clean, sanitize the church to the best of my ability, and. Um, when the doors opened up today, one of the first person that was there at the church was our senior deacon. Hmm. It's been there longer than anybody. Right. Was Deacon Milton Kim, and, and I talked to him and I, I asked him. I said, I said, D, I said, I said, what is it? I said, you here? He said, me. He said, he's my uncle as well. He said, he said, I gotta go one day anyway. He said, and if I gotta go, <laughs> he said, let me go down with the church. All right, and that's 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 spoke to my heart right there so much because we all got to understand that we are all living this thing temporarily. I don't care if if, if if the coronavirus don't get you, you got a ticket that's waiting for you with your name on. That's it. And, and, and it's, it's not it's not do I have a ticket waiting on me? It's are you gonna be ready to punch it? <laughs> and so really, everybody need to be focused on making sure they're ready to punch the punch they ticket. And I'm telling you, the church showed up today. I am a proud pastor. The people showed up and they was ready to give God glory. They was ready to give God the praise. Uh, and they did it responsibly. You know, no extra spitting and hugging and <laughs> slobbering and kissing and all that stuff. Just straight up praising God and, and, and uh, you know, hug from a distance. Love you. See you later. And then we head out the door. So it's been really good. Uh, we stirring up the prayer. We believe in God. We're looking forward to seeing God move. Because we know that that's nothing bigger than God. We know that. And so we're looking forward. We expect it. And we know that God is the God who honors the expectancy of the saints. So we're looking forward to seeing what God is going to do. And we're excited in, in, in this time. Yeah. Amen. Um, we're, we're the same way. Uh, just trusting and believing God. Like I said, you know, that, that, that fear talk starts creeping up on you. And you're almost like, well, maybe I shouldn't. Uh, Maybe I, you know, uh, yeah, you know, and, you know, I told my wife, I said, if it's just me and you in there, we, we, we going to have some church today and we going to preach and we going to preach the word of God. Um, because the word of God is, is the only hope for us. You know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If lives are going to continue to be changed, then the people who are of God have to show that. You know, the Bible says that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, his own peculiar people called to proclaim the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. If he really called us out, then we ought to be proclaiming. We ought to be speaking that thing out. We ought to, the, when I was growing up in the old church, they say, they would say, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, <laughs> you know, and so we would say so, amen. We, we would shout and we would say so. And so I believe that in this season, in this time, um, that's the most important thing that we should be doing is proclaiming the word of God and encouraging people and, 
and 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 reaching out to people there are some people that are isolated um don't have a lot of family the church happens to be their family you know Mm -hmm. and so we've got to be that especially now you know some of those individuals that might have said well i'm gonna stay home uh we got to reach out to them and love on them anyway you know like hey we still love you no condemnation but we'll be there next week. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey. I like to add to that is actually on last week we had six people, six young people give their life to the Lord last week. <laughs> I mean, Amen. Just and I think with this pandemic, I, I declared in the name of the Lord, this is harvest season. It is. I'm reminded, I'm reminded by the scripture when Jesus told him, he said, he said, look at the field. There it is. You know, they white, and, and basically it was like, this is condition for harvest. And I believe right now, this is the condition of harvest. It's, it's, it's hard to get people to focus on the fact that you are in need of a savior when you feel like you have it all made out yourself. You, you better. But right now, we know <laughs> that, look. All of us, and all of us, all, all of us are basically the same size. We have the same, you know, this thing can get any of us, but we all need Jesus. That's we it. all need the grace of God. We all need his healing power, and it's available to us all. And I think God has leveled the playing field with that, and people are now able to retain it, and we need to take advantage of this moment. Amen. We need to be ready to be laborers, to work, and be able to to um, extend ourselves to these people when they come in. So, I, I told I told my people I said you know uh, we got we had this outreach plan for the twenty uh, the twenty seventh twenty eighth twenty seventh that we're going to go to the laundromat and pay for, pay for people's laundry you know help people carry the laundry to the car and you know pray for folks. I was like, man, if I got to put on a hazmat suit, <laughs> I'm going to be right right on out there looking crazy, <laughs> paying for folks' laundry. They're like, you still, ca-? yeah, I'm still here. I still showed up <laughs> because there, there's still an opportunity that somebody may see the kindness of, because the Bible says that he drew us through loving kindness, right? And so somebody may see the kindness of God and want to give their life over to him because they're like, wait a minute. Uh, God still cares for us even in the midst of this craziness because we're thinking that God wrote us off, but that's not it. You know, we live in a fallen world and these things Jesus said were going to happen, that there are going to be wars and rumors of wars. There are going to be pestilence. There are going to be famine. But he said, don't be troubled by it because this ain't the end. The ones that endure to the end, those are the ones that are going to be saved. And so we got to be like the Bible says, steadfast, unmovable, Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that it, our labor is not in vain. Don't get me, don't get me going and preaching on here. <laughs> you know, I don't want to preach on here. Um, what's 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 next up for the Bratchers? What's what's next up for you guys? Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. 
Amen. Amen. So a little off script. What what is the thought process with bringing a brand new baby into a world <laughs> that has coronavirus? And I think a few months ago, uh, the earth was nearly struck by a meteor. <laughs> I mean, there, there there's, you know, earthquakes in places where there ain't supposed to be earthquakes and what what is the what is what is your thought process bringing a, a new child into this world? Um, it's one of those things uh, I would say another opportunity to trust God. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> another opportunity to trust God because it definitely was not in the plan and was definitely wasn't one of the things that we felt was capable of happening uh, <laughs> in this season. Um, but I tell you what, you know, God don't make no mistakes. No, he don't. We counted our joy. Um, we, we are excited, especially with it being a, a man child. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> um, a big responsibility for myself. Um, but something I look forward to and to be able to um, pour into him and, and take care of him. And I, I've been praying for him, even if he isn't in the mother's womb right now, I've been praying for him and prophesying over him. Even at nighttime, I prophesy, declare, knowing some of the things that he's going to come into this world and see. And I, 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 because I'm here to foresee things, I, I'm saying, God, give me strength for this and strength mm. for that. Mm. And he'll be able to do those things that I, I would, would have liked my father to be able to do for me. And to have that opportunity and have the right mindset to do those things for my son, I think it's really a blessing, Father. Yeah. I'm just praying because I'm like, sometimes my mind want to go there like, oh my goodness, Come I on. haven't even had a baby shower yet. Come on. <laughs> They're talking about uh, distancing yourself <laughs> and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is crazy, really? <laughs> but... We're getting through it. We're excited, and it's going to be just the way God has it anyway. So, Amen. Amen. Because I know there's um, there's quite a few people. There's a young lady at our church. Um, she's getting ready to have her baby. Um, I know it's got to be, um, it's, there's got to be anxiety, you know, around bringing a child into a world uh, with coronavirus and all other kinds of stuff that that is going on and 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 I think you have to have people that are walking by faith and I, and I like what you said JB you know that it's another opportunity to trust God um I've been telling our folks that there's a difference between uh believing God for something and believing in God you know when you're believing God for stuff uh, a lot of times, if you don't get the stuff that you're believing for, you may not trust God. But when you're believing in God, then you're believing that whatever he does, however he does it, is all right with you. You know, because you're trusting in his plan. You're trusting in his wisdom. You're trusting in his power. You're trusting in his sovereignty. Um, it's not about what I want him to do. It's about what he has planned for my life. Because the Bible says that he's the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the one who is, who was, and is to come. He, he's the, he, he knows the beginning from the end. And so when we're trusting in God or believing in God, 
That means that we're trusting his plan. We're trusting the way that he does things. Um, I, I, most people are believing God for things. And when you're focused on believing God for things, if you don't get those things, you're going to struggle. But when you just, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, right? And lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. He then can direct your path. Otherwise, you're trying to manipulate God. And there's a lot of people, you know, because of fear. We talked about that earlier. Uh, they're trying to manipulate God. They're trying to manipulate the people of God. Well, why God ain't doing this and why God ain't doing that? I told him this morning that God ain't late. He's just waiting. <laughs> he, he, he's not late. He's just waiting because God's not slack concerning his promises. As some count slackness. But God is long suffering with us <laughs> because he's not willing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Um, I guess finally... Um, since I got to wrap up, cause you know, I can hang out with y'all forever. <laughs> Sometimes uh, th that's the bad thing about bringing you on. And the good thing is that I just want to hang out with y'all. Like, well, let's just, let's just kick back, you know? Um, how should we be praying for North Carolina? How, what, what, you know, how should we be praying for that part of the, the country, that, 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 that area? Uh, what's going on there? What should we we should be praying? I tell you one thing that, that I see is we live in an area. This is the Bible Belt. Um, it's, it's, there's a church on not a church. There's multiple churches on here. Okay, here's the problem. There's very little fellowship, mm. and when you look at it, you look at the fact that yeah, they say maybe don't have a bunch of people in your buildings and stuff like that. But my thing about it is like, why are we coming together for the glory of God, not for our own particular church, right? But for the glory of God, for the kingdom of God, coming together, get these communities out. If you ain't doing no more but standing out with posters saying God loves you, you know, and His grace is sufficient, handing out like you say, handing out some water, a roll of toilet tissue or something. You know, just let people see, like, look, and we have so many churches on, on a corner, and we, we don't do a good representation of what Christ wants us to do with that. It's mm -hmm. kind of heartbreaking. So it, it maybe pray for that we will be in unity uh, according to the word. We want, he, even Jesus prayed it. He said, uh, Lord, make them one like we are one. You know, and, you know, we need to do a better job of being one together without any other Agendas. agendas inside of it. So we can really use that help. Yeah. And to add on to that, um, because it's the Bible Belt, um, people are, the church is mundane, kind of like one of those things. You grew up doing it, so it's not really a refreshing experience sometimes. So us coming from Colorado, because it, you know, Christianity was a refreshed exciting new thing for people you know we kind of hear like whoa and everybody's like especially for you you know chill and so definitely a revival to the young and the old yeah i'm just declaring a revival or refreshing so that people can experience god's true love his true spirit not just um a tradition or an ordinance on which you should do but really knowing who he is that's what i'm really praying for for the young and old yeah amen amen anything else Anything else we should be praying for North Carolina? Okay. Amen. Amen. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you guys nominate somebody. 
<laughs> last time it was China. So I just thought I'd put that out there just so everybody knows uh, who who did it last time. <laughs> Nominate somebody um, uh, to just pray for our listeners and to uh, uh, somebody pray and then somebody uh, give a word of encouragement uh, and then we'll we'll wrap this thing up. So y'all pick who who's going to do it. Who's who's going to pray? Who's going to encourage? Amen. Father, we just come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. First of all, saying, God, we thank you. We honor you. We adore you. Truly, your word has declared that you are the author and finisher of our faith. So we don't have to worry about the in-between. You have handled it already, God. And we give you an already praise, God. Father, we just thank you right now for what you're doing in our midst. Where circumstances look like they're chaotic. But God, one thing we believe and we have hope for, that you have it all yes, under control. God, and we give you glory right now in the name of Jesus. God, we just ask in the name of Jesus that we all have the power to cast down fear, Lord God. For you said in your word that perfect love cast down fear, yeah, God. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, you also said that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Father, allow us to operate within a sound mind, God, in yes, the name God. of Jesus. That we're not moving yes, and mobilized by fear, God, but we walk in unified in power, God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. We thank you, Lord God, for unity Lord, in Lord, all Lord, our churches of our Lord, Lord, God. Thank you, God. We thank you for a fresh word of revelation to our leaders, Lord God. Yeah. We thank you that the main members will carry out the word, Lord God. That you will send laborers, Lord God, to work, Lord God. Because truly, this is the season of harvest, yes, God. We thank you more importantly, Lord, that your name shall be glorified yeah. in the earth as it is in heaven, God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We give you glory that none of this stuff had caught you by surprise. Yes, you For you are God who sitteth up high and looked down low. We thank you, God, thank you, God. that you have anointed us and see that we should be alive at a time such as this. Now, God, now you are able to present us all to keep us, Lord thank God. You. We thank you for victory and events. And we count it done now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Thank in Jesus, my name is right. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> yes, God. Social distancing and quarantine to not be caught up in the spirit of loneliness and feel like there's no one there for you. I just pray that you are encouraged and know that even though you are isolated in the area, physically know that you're not alone, that you have people who love and are praying for you. And that you have a God who loves you yes. and who died for you. And that he sees what's going on. And do not be concerned and dismayed by what's happening around you. But know that God is with you and you can be encouraged. Yes, he's in control. Amen. 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 Well, I, I, I hate to, to end this. I love you guys. Um, I can't wait uh, to get back to North Carolina. As, as a matter of fact, my wife will be in North Carolina in a couple of weeks um uh to check in on her her nieces and nephews um so she might be hitting y'all up and saying hey y'all afraid to, to to break the social distancing to hang out with an old friend <laughs> you know you know um but yeah uh she'll definitely be in town um uh, so she'll probably be looking looking you guys up man from from the wilson family to the bratcher family we love you guys um, we're praying for you constantly, um, and we wish you uh, all the best 
Um, and we just pray that God just keeps increasing and blessing your family um, as a whole in everything that you do. Um, as Joshua, as God told Joshua, wherever, whatever your feet tread upon, I pray that the Lord give it to you. Um, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Love you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to Love Thy Neighbor. Remember to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah.